Welcome to Americana. Please make your selection followed by the pound sign now.
this is Roger Skelton and you're joining me for a special show where we will be celebrating 25 years since the release of one of my favourite albums of all time, Americana by The Offspring. And you've just heard the first two tracks from the album, which were Welcome and Have You Ever. Americana was released on November the 19th, 1998. And because the album means so much to me, over the next hour, I'm going to be playing you the entire thing, uncensored, and sharing some thoughts with you on why it does mean so much to me, and a few facts about The Offspring as well. The next track, third on the album, also happens to be one of my favourites. But who are we kidding? These are all my favourites. It's Staring at the Sun. Whether you're a diehard fan or you're enjoying Americana for the very first time, indulge yourself, kick off your shoes, put your feet up, lean back and just enjoy the melodies. After all, music soothes even the savage beasts. Like we're right on a freeway Dodging bullets while you're trying to find your way Everyone's around but no one does a damn thing It brings me down But I won't let them if I seem fake Well, you'd be incorrect And if I don't speak It's cause I get disconnected But I won't be a bird of my Pretty sure the first time that I ever heard The Offspring, it was the album Americana. And I definitely remember hearing those first three songs and thinking, wow, I've never heard anything like this. I couldn't help but marvel at the way Have You Ever seemed to merge two songs into one, with Have You Ever as Act 1 and then Crime Does Pay as Act 2. I thought that seamless transition was incredible and then staring at the sun has such a powerful fury to it that it was pure catharsis for my mixed up 
14-year-old brain back then in 1998. Although Americana's predecessor album, Smash, had been a huge success for The Offspring in America, it was actually this next song, the fourth on the album, that gave the band global recognition. You've probably heard this one before. It reached number one in many countries, including the UK. It's pretty fly for a white guy. And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. You know it's kinda hard just to get along today Our subject isn't cool but he fakes it anyway He may not have a clue and he may not have style But everything he lacks, well he makes up in denial So don't eat fake, play us straight You know he really doesn't get it As we start to warm up with this incredible album, I'll give you a little bit of a history lesson in The Offspring leading up to its release. So The Offspring were formed in 1983, that's one year before I was born, as Manic Subsidal in a garage in Cypress, California, by Brian Holland, who was on vocals and guitar, 
Greg Creasel on bass, and they were later joined by their school janitor, Kevin Wasserman, allegedly because he was old enough to buy them alcohol. After recording their first demos and changing the name to The Offspring, one Welty joined the band on drums, and that made up the most well-known roster of members The Offspring have had, which lasted all the way into the new millennium. Their first album, which was self-titled, didn't really take off, and that probably could be because The Offspring weren't able to promote it after Wasserman was stabbed during an anti-nuclear benefit concert in 1989, but fortunately their demo tape of a song called Baghdad was enough to impress the bigwigs at Epitaph Records, so The Offspring were able to record their second album, Ignition, in 1992 and they gained popularity by touring with bigger bands at the time, like Pennywise, Luna Chicks, and NoFX. Their third album, called Smash, released two years later, along with its lead single, Come Out and Play, earned the band mainstream success and headliner status, even reaching number one in some countries, and the band toured exclusively for three years, which brought them financial success and the ability to purchase their own record label, Nitro, which they used to buy back and re-release their own back catalogue, as well as support new artists, which I'll talk about later. The Offspring's fourth album, Ixnay on the Hombre, saw The Offspring experiment with a less punky and more produced rocky sound when it was released in 1996, but it didn't enjoy the same level of success that Smash did. However, when The Offspring recorded Americana, they managed to perfect the formula and produce what I think is their greatest album to date. Pretty Fly for a White Guy was definitely not the only successful single to come from Americana because the next song I'm going to play from the album is also considered one of the band's greatest successes. The Kids Aren't Alright. <laughs>
now that we're really getting into Americana, let me tell you a bit about the members of The Offspring who performed on the record and a little bit about them. So two of the members on the record, Brian Holland, who's also known as Dexter, Kevin Wasserman, who is also known as Noodles, are founding members, as I talked about in the last segment. And they were joined by Greg Creasel on bass, who was with the band on all of their albums up until 2012, and Ron Welty on drums, who was with the band all the way up until the year 2000. Dexter Holland is the lead vocalist, and he also plays rhythm guitar, does most of the songwriting, and he has the nickname Dexter because he's always been known as the smartest member of the group. He actually has a PhD in microbiology, very punk rock. Dexter is also so smart, he recently got his pilot's license. Noodles plays lead guitar, and occasional rhythm and backing vocals. A lot of them woes that you hear are from him, and we'll talk more about those later. Greg Kreisel always kind of kept to himself. He was a He's a great bass player, but was one who was very content to just stand in the shadows, do his thing, and do it very well. Ron Welty on drums was similar, and he did 16 years with the band before being unceremoniously fired. There has been quite a few lawsuits between Greg Kay and Ron Welty against The Offspring, but so far all cases have been lost or dropped. With that, let's have one of the braver tracks from Americana here, which is a version of Maurice Albert's 1974 song, Feelings. It definitely brings a angrier punk rock energy to the song. I think this one's really fun. Trying to forget my 
as we are now well into our listen celebrating 25 years of Offspring's Americana, let me finish up my little history of the Offspring by telling you what they've been up to since Americana's release. After Americana, the band started doing a lot more film and television stuff, including an appearance in the film Idle Hands. And in 2000, they released their sixth album, Conspiracy of One. And there were all sorts of interesting events in Conspiracy of One's release because this was the age where digital downloads were becoming really important and the offspring were very keen on allowing their music to be free and accessible. They even went so far as selling T-shirts with the Napster logo on and they donated the profits from the sales of that T-shirt to the Napster creator, Sean Fenning. After Ron Welty left the group in 2003, the band released their seventh album, Splinter, and then they had a back catalogue big enough to see them through the next few years with lots of touring and a greatest hits album. Finally, in 2008, the band released their eighth album, Rise and Fall, Rage and Grace, which had a couple of really successful singles on it, like Hammerhead and You're Gonna Go Far Kid, but the album itself didn't sell big numbers. So the band then took many, many long years to re-establish themselves, do a lot of touring, reissue many albums in their back catalogue and finally days go by their ninth studio album was released in june 2012 it became clear after this point that the offspring were going to go with a much more relaxed it'll be ready when it's ready attitude towards their releases and continued reliably touring growing online and making songs for films such as Sharknado. At least one good thing did come out of the COVID pandemic when it gave The Offspring the opportunity to stop touring for a while and work on their latest album, which was Let the Bad Times Roll, which wasn't released until April 2021. But boy, was it worth the wait. Let the Bad Times Roll has gone along with a very successful worldwide tour, which I was lucky enough to see a show from, and I'll talk about later on. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we will have to wait as long for The Offspring's next album, because the band have been in the studios recording this year in 2023, so we may get an album from them this year. Let's watch this space. But in the meantime, we can look back 25 years on Americana and the incredible songs from it, such as the next one, She's Got Issues. And anyone with a complicated and varying relationship history will probably find something to relate to in this one. She's got baggage and it's all 
calls out his name in bed That's where I draw the line You told me a hundred times How your father left and he's gone But I wish you wouldn't call me daddy When we're getting it on And I said yeah, yeah, yeah Oh man, she's got issues and I'm gonna be I was finally lucky enough to fulfil my long-time ambition and actually see The Offspring live in person when they came to Leeds in 2021 as part of their Let the Bad Times Roll tour. And boy, I felt very lucky to go and see them because it was only just after things had started opening up for lockdown and it was one of the first times where gigs were able to happen without restrictions and the performance was every bit as good as I thought it would be. Dexter and Noodles were on fine form. They played the main songs from Let the Bad Times Roll of course but in fact when I looked at the set list and tallied up the songs and the albums I did find out that most of the songs that we heard that night were from this album Americana, which didn't surprise me at all because, in my opinion, it is the band's best, and that's why I'm privileged to be sharing the entire album with you 25 years after its release. I can't believe it. This next song from the album, I think, shows the band's age a little bit, though. Um, Walla Walla, which talks about prison life and has some pretty outdated language and views about prison life in it but it doesn't stop it being a very fun and very rocky track Don't let 
even in one album like Americana, it's pretty clear that the offspring have got many varied styles coming from many varied influences. The band started after they heard a True Sounds of Liberty album called Change Today at a Party, following a riot at a 1984 social distortion show, but they've had many influences since then. They've covered numerous songs by the Ramones, and of course have many of the classic punk rock influences such as the Sex Pistols, Agent Orange, The Clash, Dead Kennedys, Suicidal Tendencies. And their more recent stuff has shown a lot of modern influences as well. Artists like System of a Down, Bad Religion, Green Day, and even Katy Perry. The next song from Americana is probably the most serious song on the album certainly very heartfelt and this is a kind of song that the band built on and perfected later on down the line with gone away but this next track end of the line is a great sort of preface to it
after that song as a case in point, I think this is a good chance for me to talk about one of the key factors in The Offspring's catalogue of songs that make them unique, and that is The Woes. It's definitely a signature part of The Offspring's sound, and everybody loves that good Woes song. I don't think there's a single album that they've released doesn't have at least a couple of songs with a good few woes on them. And when the band are performing live, there's no feeling like joining in with a a good old woe in whatever song they're playing. And it's definitely something that you can hear in lots of other songs and even at the turn of the millennium became very popular in pop music. So much so, the use of woes and yes and filler phrases in songs where artists were imaginative enough to come up with lyrics became labelled as the millennial woe and a marker of millennial music. But I definitely think the offspring were one of the pioneers of this sound and absolutely perfect it. On this album, Americana, 25 years old this year, is probably where you will hear the offspring at peak woe but they certainly haven't shown any signs of stopping in their recent work and i hope that the woes go on forever thank you one moment please As we start to reach the end of The Offspring's finest album, in my opinion, Americana, released 25 years ago this year, I think it's good to talk about some of the bands that have 
clearly been influenced by the offspring or who have said that the offspring have influenced them and basically it's a list of all my other favorite bands groups like sum 41 blink 182 jimmy eat world alkaline trio the all-american rejects as well as some of the artists who dexter and greg signed as part of nitro records like afi aquabats Jughead's Revenge, The Damned, Guttermouth, Son of Sam, an absolutely brilliant contribution to the world of punk rock and pop punk in particular. And the next song I'm going to play from Americana is the final lead single from the album, but definitely a favourite and a very fun song. And I definitely love the Scar flavour that this track has got which bands like the Aquabats clearly paid attention to. It's also where the album does start to get a bit more sweary. This is Why Don't You Get a Job. My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch He tells me
hey, that's something everyone can enjoy. As we reach our last few tracks of The Offspring's genius album, Americana, 25 years old this year, I just want to finish by talking a little bit about the genre of pop punk, which this album exemplifies. And pop punk is one of those genres of music that's hard to pin down as exactly one thing, but really it just fuses punk rock music with pop. It's a more polished, understandable, accessible, and generally better produced and more produced style of music. Guitars, drums, angry, sweary lyrics, but it also throws in other influences like rap, even brass and big band music with ska, grunge, even elements from new wave. And there are so many pop punk bands, I would be doing a disservice to one of them if I tried to name all of the bands that I think are great. So I will just say who I think are my Mount Rushmore, my top five, as well as The Offspring. I think Green Day, Blink-182, Sum 41 and The Hives exemplify pop punk really well. But I can't leave out artists that helped its revival in the mid to late 2000s like Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance and the popularity of pop punk has indeed gone up and down since its origins in the 70s, 80s. It was on a bit of a decline throughout the late noughties but thanks to more modern artists like Avril Lavigne, Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood bringing a new and younger energy to the genre, as well as old rockers such as Green Day and The Offspring who are still banging on and producing good stuff, the genre is just as healthy as it's ever been, if you ask me. And I do hope that we get to enjoy many more years of brilliant music and fun times from awesome bands like The Offspring. The penultimate track from Americana is the track named after the album. Or the album is named after this. And it's the more sweary track, that is for sure. So be ready for that. And this track always intrigued me because it has this introduction that lasts for over a minute, which the younger me always thought was a bit overblown and overlong and I used to skip it but now I'm older and I appreciate a good build-up it has definitely grown on me I hope you enjoy this song just as much as I do
just work here, but I wanna fuck And so we reach the end of a wonderful hour playing the classic album Americana by The Offspring in its entirety. And as you've just heard, uncensored, hey, this is punk rock and it's punk rock at its finest, if you ask me. I hope you enjoyed the music and my little contributions added some sort of education and entertainment to it. And I hope you had a wonderful hour listening to this music. Thank you to you, the listeners. And of course, thank you to The Offspring for all of your great music. Who knows? Maybe we'll do this again in five years when Americana turns 30. Or maybe we'll do another one of these in a couple of years' time for Conspiracy of One. I don't know. But thank you for listening. This is Roger signing off with the final track from Americana, which definitely shows the Offspring's versatility with that Middle Eastern-style guitar riffs that they incorporate into much of their music from this period, and a very relaxed, vibing sound that beautifully blends into hardcore punk and a little Easter egg at the end. A wonderful track to finish with, Pay the Man. Thanks for listening.
2, 3, 4, 5, 5, 6. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. 